Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. This week, I have actually two guests instead of just one. Um, They're sisters, and they're on the latest season of Basketball Wives on VH1. So I have Nia and Noria Dorsey. Um, And if you are familiar with the show, um, if you're a huge Basketball Wives fan, then you obviously know who these two ladies are. They just... um, they were both new cast members on season nine of Basketball Wives. And it was a short season due to COVID. Um, <clears throat> so they were actually only on a few episodes. But they have been talked about a lot lately in the press and on social media. And, you know, honestly, their time on the show, their very short time on the show so far has... Um, caused a lot of controversy and uh, they've been talked about a lot. So I actually got the opportunity to interview them. And I just want to say, I know a lot of people up front aren't, you know, they either have an opinion one way or the other. They might like a different cast member and have loyalty to them. What I would say is I like all the ladies. First of all, I, I actually don't, you know, I'm not, don't pick sides the ladies and all of that. But if, you know, if you're not a huge fan of these two ladies, I really appreciate you listening to my podcast in general. I know there's been so many supportive people and I I completely understand if you have an opinion one way or the other, but I would say if you do listen to this podcast and you're not sure about these ladies, just try and listen with an open heart and open mind and get to know them because they're very, they're both amazing. They're both mothers um, you know, that they're businesswomen, they have a lot going on for themselves that we really didn't get to see on the show because they were only on a few episodes. But, um, you know, get to know them for who they are and listen to what, you know, they have to say because everyone has different experiences and everyone has different point of views on certain situations. And even though they might, you know, they might not be in the best place with some of the ladies or one of the ladies in particular, that you might really like, um, just just give them a chance. Um, and I, I hope that we get to see more of them because I think they have a lot of, they have a story to tell <clears throat> and they have a lot of great things that they can share with the world. So again, I appreciate you so much for listening and I actually love um, seeing people share their opinion on my social media and let me know what they think. And if you ever have any suggestions or ideas or someone you want to hear from from any of your favorite reality shows please let me know i will try my best to um get to interview them it's not always easy but um i will try my best and i try and find people that i think you guys will um enjoy hearing from and listening to and um getting to know better but anyway without further ado here is my interview with nia and noria dorsey i hope you guys enjoy But I want to start at the beginning. So, Nia, I want to start with you. So, how did you um, actually get cast on the show this season? Because I know there's a lot of social media things going around about 
even on the show, they talked about like, you know, why you wanted to be on the show and how you got on the show. And it's a big, big mess right now. So let's set the record straight. <laughs> well, um, I got on the show. Um, um, I dated Lance Stevenson. Yes. Uh-huh. You know, Lance Stevenson has a baby mother that's on the show. Um, I have a business. I'm a model. I act. I have all these things going for myself. Um, Jackie loved my desserts. She wanted to purchase them. She has purchased them. And that's how my introduction was on the show because I have so much to offer. Um, why not? Yes. And then... Noria, how did you get on the show? Like, did you did you originally want to do it with your sister? Were you guys planning on kind of coming on together, or did it just kind of naturally happen? Well, um, Neil had got asked to be on the show, and um, Neil was supposed to be casted. And I, as she got casted, they asked, "Did she know any other wives or?" friends of wives and basketball players. So she told them about me and a couple of her friends as well. And we all had to go through a little interview process just to see who we are and whatnot. And then after I went through my interview process with them, they came back to me and said, hey, we want you as a cast as well with your sister. And I was like, oh, crap. At the time I was working, I had a salary job. And I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? So I had a, uh, they asked me to be a cast member, and I talked to my husband about it, and I ended up quitting my job, uplifting and moving to L.A. And this wow. is for her, and I also had a friend, too. You know, they liked us so much. It was three of us. Yeah. And we were family, but she ended up getting, my friend ended up getting in a relationship, and she wanted to respect her new relationship, so she just you know, gradually left. Yes. Now... I know some of the season was filmed before everything shut down. So were you guys, you guys were obviously cast for like a regular season before all this happened, right? Yes, we were. We actually started filming the beginning of last year before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. But what were, you know, what were you thinking when you found out like, you know, production got shut down, like. You wouldn't know. If, you didn't know at the time, obviously, if you'd be able to like do the show at all. Um, but how, you know, how was? How did you feel when that happened? Um, it was devastating in a sense because we had just packed up and moved to LA. We just got this place to stay, and so we were just getting accustomed. To, you know, well, I used to live there, and then I, I was moving back. So you know, I'm like, okay, I'm in the way of things. I'm going back. I'm working. I'm doing modeling work. I'm letting everybody know I'm back outside. I'm back here. Let's get back together and work. Um, my sister, she's getting adjusted to this. And, you know, we're just leaving our families behind to now go ahead and do what we need to do. And all of a sudden we're filming and then they have to shut things down. And then they're saying, okay, it's just going to be a week. Then it's going to be two weeks. Now it's going to be a month. It's going to be two months. And now we don't know anything. So we were just like, whoa, what is, you know, what, what are we going to do? Because, we, you know, had all these plans and we were filming and then we have these businesses. We want to make sure that we showcase. So it was kind of devastating at first. Yes. Now, how did you feel? Obviously, the whole mansion, the whole house thing came later. But how did you feel when they said that they were going to, um, you know, have this show with this kind of format, at least for the season? Um, were you worried? Were you like... You know, how did you feel about it? 
actually we well she actually came up with the concept um she actually talked to producers while we were on break and we were just trying to throw out ideas and they threw out ideas and one of them just hit and we were like okay at this point we need to shoot something and the network was like hey let's put them in the house let's yeah. shoot something so because i was like i remember texting one of them and i was like it was like months before and i was like why don't we just do like a house and they were like we don't know because it was like so many restrictions um, in LA right. filming. And, you know, they were just really trying to figure out how, how are we going to do this? And then like some months later, they were like, we're going to do a home shoot. And I was like, well, to me, I felt like, okay, that'd be perfect. You know, I'm just ready to work. You know, um, COVID, I haven't been able to work. Like normally I was out of town doing work. So I'm just like, okay, perfect. You know, whatever we need to do, I feel like it'd be different. It'd be, you know, something that they're not used to seeing. So I thought it would be great. Yes. Now, did they talk about it being in two separate houses at first, or did you expect it to be, like, all in one big house? Um, when they first broke it to us, we we thought it was going to be just one house, but we ended up finding out it's going to be two houses. So I'm like, how are these girls going to get in one house? Right. <laughs> in some kind of way. So I'm kind of glad it actually kind of split us up, too. It gave us the option to go back and forth and have, you know, a different experience. Because women, like, you know how we can get. We need space. A group of women, (laughs) and it was a lot of us, like, they would find anything, like, oh, my God, use this, or you left this. So I felt like it was a great idea. And now at first, I was, like, separated, like, who house am I going to be in? What's going on here? Mm -hmm. What, you know, like. What is going on? But it ended up turning out to be good to me. And I loved our house. That house was really dope. Like, it was yeah. really cool. It looked beautiful. Like, seriously. Um, now, were you guys fans of the show prior to joining? Um, and especially last season was so, I mean, it was very controversial. Obviously, it got a lot of attention. But the whole franchise, honestly, has gotten a lot of attention over the years. So, were you guys fans? Um, of the show, or did you kind of watch? What was your before joining? Oh, we've been fans since day one. Like I was watching it while I lived overseas for like years. I always said I wanted to be on the show. I always had a feeling that I would be on the show mm-hmm. for some strange reason. I just didn't know how or when, but I always had a feeling I would. And I always watched everything, including her. Um. Well, I would say um, at a young age. We were always tuning in. Um, like she said, I always felt like it was because that was my life. I always was dating like a guy, you know, I was in sports. Guys I dated was in sports. Um, you know, my life has always been like a reality show. Everybody always like, you know, it needs to be on TV. And I stopped watching for years. I did. Um, I will say like in 2015, I stopped watching and I started back watching in 2019, mm-hmm. I, that's when I started watching. Cause when I moved to LA, I didn't. We didn't. We didn't really. My me and my roommates, we weren't big on like TV and stuff. We were just working all the time. So I just kind of got out of touch with it. And then I guess some. I I did kind of get tired of the same stuff. I was about to say the same storylines and stuff. But I get back up on it. Um, like 2019. Yeah. So did you? You got, then you watched, like, the season eight, right? That was so, like, it was so dramatic, and they had so much going on. Um, You know, what was your opinions on the last season 
um, and you know the ladies and all the stuff that they were dealing with. To be honest, it's something we really can't touch on because we don't have experience. We didn't experience it at all. So mm-hmm. um, it's a lot that went on behind the scenes that we all watched on TV as well. So we were just fans walking in. We just, whatever we saw on TV, that's what we watched. Right. Um, So we don't know what really went on past, but this season present, what we witnessed and what we've seen was a lot different from what we watched, you know, this season. Right. Okay, did you go in thinking that you were going to get along with certain ladies, um, or did you go in kind of expecting not to get along with you, maybe didn't like them from watching them, or did you kind of go in with a clean slate and you were trying to be as open as possible with everyone? Is this hard, I think, as a fan, or someone, you're wa- you've watched the show. Um, I'm not going to lie, because I'm a, I'm a big thinker, so I did kind of think, like, uh, it was like the opposite. The ones that I thought that I was not going to get along with, that I, I got along with, and then the mm-hmm. ones that I thought that I would get along with, I didn't. So mm-hmm. I did kind of have that thought. I'm a Gemini, so I, I have separate thoughts all the time. So I had that <laughs> thought, and then I was like, well, you know what? I'm just going to go in with an open mind, and I'm going to allow everybody, to, you know, reserve, and I'm going to allow everybody to show me, and then I'll just go with the energy that flows my way. Mm-hmm. And thing, like when I came in, I was very open. I'm a Libra. So I like to be bubbly and I'm very friendly with everyone. And as she was doing, I just sat back and observed everything and see who I cling to or who I vibe with and who I didn't vibe with. And I pretty much vibe with everybody from both sides of the house, except for one person. But (laughs) other than that, I got along with pretty much everybody. Right, right. Nia, what was your first impression of Jackie? Um, well, my first impression with Jackie, um, well, originally when I first filmed with her, she came in around me a little bit quiet at first. Like, I'm like, okay, because I met when I met her at the Cheesecake, I'm like, okay, she seems cool. But she came like a little quiet. And then she was like, really just, you know, cool. And I was like, oh, she reminds me of someone in my family, like, because <laughs> and, you know, we got some people that's, you know. They're full of joy and fun, but they can get you, put you in your place. Oh, she reminded me of um, family members. And so I would say she gave me, like, one of my aunties, like, somebody I could sit back with, talk, laugh. She's going to tell me the truth about myself, you know. So. Yes. Now, Noria, what was your first impression of Jennifer? I'm not going to lie. When I first seen her, I was like, oh, shit, I hope she's not bougie. <laughs> in the basketball world, you, you deal with those Fuji ones. And she was sweet as pie. Open arms, like, gave me big sister vibes. And she talked with us so sweetly, especially with the passing of our father. So I, when I seen her and she encouraged us and helped us through that, I knew she was, like, pretty sweet and pretty genuine person. Yes. Um, Nia, what was your first impression of Shawnee? Quiet. She was quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, just quiet because we, we didn't really get a chance to be around her like that to really get a feel. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of times when we first meet people, they are quiet. She just right. seemed quiet and laid back. I got like a quiet and laid back vibe from her. Yes, and it seems, at least from some interviews and stuff, she seems to like you guys, so that's good. Yeah. Um, have you got 
talk with her at all since the show's been airing because she's obviously started all of this and I'm mm-hmm. sure has a lot of great advice. Um, I just DM'd her briefly about a few things and she likes our pictures yeah. and comments and she's stuff supportive. like that. She's very yeah. supportive. Yeah. That's good. Um, let's see. What, Noria, what was your first impression of Malaysia? Oh, Malaysia. I was like, oh, she's really pretty in person. <laughs> she's really gorgeous in person. Mm-hmm. No, makeup. She, no makeup, no nothing. She's really gorgeous in person. And I love her feisty personality. She, like, she's really feisty. I know she can get in somebody's hands really quick. So, yes. Yes. Um, Nia, what about, what was your impression of Evelyn? Um, my first impression of Evelyn, she, she was kind of quiet too at first. And then she was, she was nice. Um, you know, she just seems like she would, you know, you come at her with some mess, she will give you some mess. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she came off um, nice to me. Right. Um, and then, Noria, what about Liza? She was new with you guys as well. So um, we didn't get to see a ton of her, unfortunately. But so what did you think of her? Um, Liza, we actually we met her uh, prior to filming as well. Okay. And we got a little bit better feel of her as we filmed a little bit too as well. And she's just very sweet, very genuine person. You can tell she's very um, in tune with, like, you know, nature and all that kind of <laughs> type of stuff. So I think that's cool about her than the other ladies because, you know, she's just, we need that balance. We need somebody yeah. like that. Yes. Yeah. We need somebody that's like peaceful and zen. Pure, uh, pure. Gives me pure yeah, vibes. she gives me pure vibes. But it's the pure ones that you gotta watch because they will snap. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I could, I can definitely see that. But I think, I think she's very sweet and she seemed um, very genuine. So that's really nice. Um, now, um, both of you can answer. What was your first impression of OG? Well, my first impression of OG, um, she came off. Like to me, nice and cool. That's the first mm-hmm. impression I got from her. And um, my first impression that I got from her when I came through the door, she was really cool, really sweet. Um, she didn't talk as much until a little bit later, so she had to warm up a little bit. But other than that, she was really cool. Yes. Um, and then what, I mean, you guys really, I mean, obviously there's stuff with Phoebe, but you really didn't get to see her until much later, but what was your first impression of Phoebe? Um, making up for lost time. Mm-hmm. Now, did you know of her? Like, okay, I want to, did you know her? Did you just, like, you know who she was? Because um, I've always known her to well, I always had a vibe that she was animated. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, Noria, what was your impression of her? Um. Yeah, like Neo was saying, made up for lost time. When I, we came through the door, she was... Blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait a minute. I can't even understand you. What's going on? <laughs> like, take, catch a breath. So, but she's very animated. I ain't gonna lie, I like her. Even mm-hmm. though strange, I really do. She talks a lot, but I like her. She's funny. <laughs> she is. She's very funny. Um, 
So, Nia, what what is the situation with Phoebe? Because she talked about a DM, and uh, but this was, you know, obviously prior to you being on the show. She talked about you, but it seemed like you guys kind of like worked it out in the end of the day, and that it wasn't a huge deal. But um, what happened? I just feel like I feel like on this show, I'm a very real person, and I'm a very real person in real life. Um, I tell people how it is. I don't think a lot of people like that. Um, I feel like some people get on the show and they are being something that they're not in real life. And I feel like, um, I just don't like to tell lies and false narratives. And I guess sometimes when a person has a lot going on with themselves, why not try to tear that person down and take away from what they have and paint a picture of something they're not? Because the things that she had said me and this girl do not know each other. Um, that even like Lynn's friends were like, you and her don't know each other. Y'all have never met. So what is she talking about? Um, with the stalker and all that, I just feel like that was a defense mechanism. Like she probably was like, oh, this is one of his exes. I don't know what she might be coming on here for to do. Um, I was on here and I probably want the show to be all about me. But this person is on here. So let me go ahead and get this person before they get me. And my thing is, I'm on here for me. I'm not on here for you or anyone else. So I never said anything negative about her. Um, yes, I did hit her up when I was dating Lance. And we were having some issues. And I saw that she was over there because we had issues with a baby mom um, at that time. I see. Because Lance, at the time, he would lay back and forth that I knew about in his past. He would always play around with his baby mothers. And I, when I came to the picture, I was like, that is something that I'm not going to allow. So as I'm knocking one down and knocking the next down, um, I see this one is over here and you're acting funny. So you might be trying to get in the bed with her too because that was y'all history at one point. So I hit her up and I asked her a question about something that was in his phone. And that was just that on that. I didn't disrespect her. I asked her a question like any other woman or man would do. So right. that. we never spoken, never seen each other. So all the extra stuff about fake pages and Point out videos and all this stuff. I just feel like she was just doing the most for TV. Right, right. Um, now going back to OG. Um, so, you know, you guys obviously you seemed very like you were nice to her, and then you went over and you talked to Shawnee and the other ladies, and you tried to kind of see if they would make up with OG, and you defended her. Um, why do you think that OG got so upset with you guys? I guess, speaking on her, what do you think? Because it really, obviously, watching it back, at least from a fan's perspective, it didn't seem like a huge deal. But it seemed like you were very kind. I feel like this. Um, I don't know if she... Okay. I feel like she has a lot of women in that group intimidated. And I feel like sometimes when you're getting away with that, you think it will work with everyone else. So I feel like she probably felt like, let me say... Let me, let me put this this way so they can know how it is when it comes to me. And, you know, sometimes I feel like when I'm, I, I'm, I'm super nice for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I always try to give people, you know, I'm going to your, your, give you a chance to show me who you are. So I feel like when I do that, a lot of people will take your kindness for weakness and they'll feel like, oh, this girl, I can run her over. I can push her over. And then that's when it becomes a problem for me. So mm-hmm. I feel like she was using that tone to like try to put some fear in someone. I don't know. Mm, okay. 
Now, Nori, where do you think things went downhill with OG um, and your guys's all both of your guys's relationship with her? Where did it kind of go south? Um, I mean, I really don't know her. The first time I met her was in the house. Um, it went downhill for me was the first day. Mm-hmm. I don't, I can't vouch for any other ladies, but for me. Um, I witnessed a lot of things that went on behind scenes that she did. And I also witnessed how she was speaking to my sister, um, on multiple occasions and multiple scenes that they didn't show. Um, and then when we would come film with her and ask her certain questions, she would get upset or, you know, deflect or catch an attitude. And, she really was upset about the situation with us speaking with Shawnee, and I felt like she got a little jealous of that because we had a one-on-one with Shawnee, and mm. and I guess she took it and ran with that because in that conversation, it wasn't just about her. We had that conversation with Shawnee about Jackie and Jen as well. It just so happened to just be the topic on TV that we just talk about. OG. And we weren't speaking for her. We were speaking for ourselves on our our experience because that's what Shawnee asked us. She asked us, What is your experience in the house? How do you like each lady? And we went from each and we just, you know, briefly talked about each one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt like after that conversation we did have with the ladies in the house about what we did speak about with Shawnee, she was the only one that had an issue with it, and she was the only one that took that issue and ran with it for like three days. And she wouldn't let it go. And then I didn't like how she was talking to my sister. And by that time, I had enough. And I had to say something. And that's when the you see the argument go well, down. Well, before then... Um, oh, yeah, she did. Take my I chair. didn't like how she spoke to us because I just feel like, you know, we, we're being cool with you. We, we were coming from a, a genuine place of trying to get these ladies together because we wanted to get to have a great vibe and experience everyone in the whole. And I feel like, um, you know, I didn't, I didn't too much like that, but I got over that. And then it was just other things like just being real controlling yeah. of every narrative. Um, we're not being able to speak, just taking over. And then to the point where she took my sister's chair, I felt very disrespected. Oh yeah, um, I forgot about we're that. We're from Memphis, Tennessee. And the way that things go down here is it's not too much disrespect that people allow people to do to them. So when you take someone's chair, like we're in elementary school, um, what did we do in elementary school when someone took our chair? We take the chair from under them and we pull it and they fall on the ground. (laughs) I should should do that. I should be put in a situation to want to do that. So it's about respect. If you see someone's things there and they were sitting there, find another seat. It's a table full of them. But in that situation, like, I wasn't expecting that out of her. I didn't know where it came from. Uh, I felt like she was doing bullying, picking on type of situation. And I seen what she was doing and I let her have the chair in that moment. But get it like with that whole situation, I felt like she was wrong for that. I had my belongings in the chair. Me and her were like fixing something to drink in the kitchen. We were all sitting down having a conversation. And I get there, she has a stank attitude with her shades on, and she's like, no, I'm not moving. It's life. Like that. Mm -hmm. My sister said something to her after I said something, and I was like, okay, now I know what I'm working with. Now I know who you really are, and you're a bully, and you're an antagonist, and 
you like to contradict and you're disrespectful. You like to contradict yourself. You like to deflect. It's a lot of things that she did. And by that time, it was just a boiling point by the time we got to the argument. Right, right. Okay. And that's, that was actually what I was thinking because we see a lot, I think, more between, I think, Nia and her. But we, we see a little bit between you and Maria. We see a little bit between you and OG. But we obviously didn't see a lot. It seemed like there was a lot more that fans didn't get to see. But I think that makes a lot more sense in comparison. So <laughs> what I don't understand is, you know, OG says that production is against her. But production did not show a lot of disrespectful things that she did. And mm-hmm. it bothers me because, you know, even though that's not being shown, it's not showing the reason why we are going in, going through what we're going through. You know what I'm saying? So we have people that are feeling one way, but they're not knowing the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, we are new people. We're walking into a situation only three days in. She had an issue with everyone. and We're new and we automatically have an issue that's common sense. Mhm. Right. Um now I guess and I just realized this. I guess she posted on her social media saying that someone spit out her food and like disrespected her. Um and I guess people are thinking or putting two and two together that it was you guys. Is there any truth to this or is she making this up or like what what do you guys have to say about it? What happened? Because I just looked last night through my pictures and I saw the hard plantings. I should have posted them because you can tell in the picture that they're very dry and very hard. Uh-huh. Very stiff. But the thing that happened was she made us a plate. The rice was great. Um, this is my first time having plantings. They were cold and hard. So being respectful, I'm from the South. I'm trying to have Southern hospitality. Um, right. eating her plantings. I cannot swallow the plantains. I'm trying to force myself to swallow them. And as I'm trying to force myself to swallow them, I'm starting to choke and not breathe. She's really choking. So what am I to do? Choke and die or spit them out nicely in a napkin and go on about my day. So as I chose the second option to spit in a napkin, she stops while we're on camera. Are you okay? That's how much controlling this woman is. So... Why would you do that to bring attention to it on camera? I said, yes, I'm fine. I was just choking. Oh, that's fine. I'll just make you more later. I don't want this to be a bad impression on you. Never made him later, but that's what she said. So for her to go back and try to find little things and little nitpicking tactics to put out there to try to change the narrative, to have her fans sway her way, like, you you knew I was choking. And that's the thing I don't like that she's recently started doing is Releasing things of the show and creating her own narrative before it even airs. And her doing those things have not only caused us to look different in the light that the network didn't choose, she chose that. And now we're getting attacked by fans and stuff like that because you're trying to change the narrative behind the network's back. That's not something you should be handling or doing because we're not doing the same thing to you. Right. And and that and the thing is, post it all and post the truth. Do not chop, screw up, or split it how you want it. Post the truth. And then that's that's super sad because you're also showing production what they have on camera that you are a big liar. Like you don't have any like like you don't you don't have no self-respect. You don't 
value yourself to not put yourself out there to be a bold faced liar when people know the truth? Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. Okay, so the Basketball Wives Tea account. <laughs> do you know the Basketball Wives Tea account? I do. And I, yes. I briefly talked to them uh, earlier today. So, yes, I do love Basketball Wives Tea. Yes, yes. Okay, they um, they wanted to know um, if you guys knew that you were being recorded because apparently a lot of people have been saying that you knew because of a caption that OG made. No, actually it's legal in the state of California to record somebody without their consent. Mm, okay, yes. Very legal. And she didn't ask for our consent. And my thing is this, or the networks. That's how you know someone is very conniving because why are you recording? Like, are you recording the parts of what you're doing to trigger people? But this is and the re- thing. If you're going to record, post all that you record. But this is the thing that I think she did. People have to understand is I read people's energy. She's a very calculated person. She's mm-hmm. been on the show for years. We're new. So when we're coming in, we don't know what's what and what's going down and what you can't what you can't. But I do know that she's very calculated. So I wouldn't be surprised if she antagonized us on purpose, did things on purpose. So she could record those things. So she could put us in a bad light. So she could look like she's the underdog. The, the underdog. I mean, she's the only one that has a recording. And that lets me know, like, you set us up. You, you baited us. You did all these things. And now you're out and about with all these recordings that you're editing clearly to your liking so that lets me know that you're very calculated you set all that up you did everything you knew what you were doing and you had a motive mm-hmm. yes um okay so how long were you guys actually in the house I think it was almost a month oh, okay. quarantine you know the mm. first time we got there but we end up shooting in the houses for like two weeks straight Okay. Now, were you were you guys ready to get out by the time that you had to go, or did you guys want to stay longer and have fun, maybe without OG there? To stay because um once um once um OG left, we had so much fun. Um, like I was telling Jackie when we were there, if old girl would have not been vindictive and being the way she was, we could have all had fun together. That's what the plan was, you know. We we ended up talking to um, Jackie and got her in Malaysia to squash her beef. We were constantly talking to Jen and telling her About to squash her, her beef. Yeah. We were mm-hmm. telling uh, OG the same thing. So it was like, that's all we wanted to do. We we, we just lost our father. You right. know, we, we've been in quarantine. We've been in the house. It's, 2020 was a rough year. And so we're trying to go there. It's LA. This is a beautiful house. Why not make the best of it? You know, and we're new. We just want positive vibes. But, you know, others had a different outlook on how they wanted things to go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Um, now, would you guys, obviously, would you want to um, do another season of the show if you were asked? Um, yes, I would love to do another season. Um, like I said, I'm a businesswoman. At the end of the day, and I wouldn't wouldn't mind, you know, getting with other business women and learning from them and taking on this experience, this experience and making the best out of it. Yes. Yes. Um, 
And would you guys, because, okay, obviously, since you guys came in together, people kind of label you guys as, like, one person. But you're obviously two different people. And you're not twins. So (laughs) would you guys kind of like to showcase that in the future and kind of show how you guys are very separate? Yes, yes, we're very opposite. Very, very opposite. Matter of fact, we haven't we got into it with her, but we haven't got into it with each other yet. So the sisterly stuff that we do. So yeah, I would love for people to get to know us. We didn't get a chance to showcase our businesses, our personalities, our lifestyle, our lives, livelihood. So we would love to introduce that to you guys. And we already got fans already, and a lot of our fans want to see us. So I'm hoping that they, yeah, you know, we come back and we get a chance to show you guys. Right. Okay. So Nia, I want to talk about your businesses. Um, what do you all have going on? Because you have a lot going on, obviously. <laughs> I have um, a cheesecake business called Sweet Addiction Cheesecake. Uh-huh. And I also have a slumline called Coconut Slum. Okay. Okay. And then, um, so can for your cheesecake, can you, because um, obviously you have fans all over now, can you like ship stuff or have shipped my cheesecakes. I do not really like to ship my cheesecakes because I like how they are when I hand them freshly made to my customers. So um since I was always when I was modeling and stuff, I would be out of town and I always made orders out of town in different um states. So a lot of people would be like, hey you just ship, I miss your cheesecake so I want to try it. So I'm in the process of trying to find a manufacturer because I want to get them into stores. And therefore, you know, people can just go there, buy them, and they don't have to worry about shipping them, and they'd be perfectly the way that I want them to be. Right, right. Okay. But for now, do you, because I know I'm sure a lot of people want them now, especially after Jackie talked about how good it was. <laughs> um, I'll check into better packaging for that. But if I can get better packaging, I'll, I'll, I'll look into shipping more. Okay, okay. And then where can people get your swimwear? Um, it's at coconutswim.bigcartel.com. And okay. together we're we're forming and we're gonna expand the coconut swim and we're gonna do some active wear and um pajama pajama wear. Okay, that's exciting. Um now Noria, what did you or what do you have going on? I know you said you did quit your job to do the show originally but what you know what do you have any projects you want to talk about yet uh yeah uh, beforehand I, I was a hairstylist for years and I also did oh. like I was a talent recruiter before the show as well so <clears throat> now um I'm trying to get into my own hair care brand um mm-hmm. I have my own hair care line and also sell it, I'm getting back to selling extensions as well so I'll hear everything um also of course we're doing a joint business venture so we're going to be doing that together, and that's going to be coming out in the next couple of months as well. So we're doing that. Oh, that's exciting. How is it, because um, you guys are very different, how is it working together a lot? <laughs> we want to kill each other Well, sometimes. I'm very controlled. She is very. <laughs> I have a vision. I just be, you know, when you have a vision, see it. And I know when my visions come, and I act on it, I, you know, I'm like, okay, so... I'd be like, come on, let's do this. And she'd be like, no. And I'd be like, but I see it like this. And she's like, no. So she doesn't, she doesn't too much like me being controlled. So I have to work on that. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, you guys are family at the end of the day. So that's good. (laughs) 
be in control. She's the littlest one, so. <laughs> um, and hopefully we get to see more of your guys' relationship, like you said, in the future. I think that'd be really nice. Um, but is there anything that you guys want fans to know about you? Any fun facts? Anything that maybe you haven't got to share or just anything that you guys want fans to know about you? Okay. Um, well, I want fans to know this. Um, and this is to the ones that want to really be fans for me and, you know, want to get to know me and be authentic. I'm, I'm authentic um, in real life. Um, yeah, I'm on a show, but I want to bring to the show realness. And I do not... Do not be persuaded by someone that, um, you know, is very unhappy. Um, so they're down to take everyone around them down to feel the way that they feel. Um, you know, people work very hard for the things that they have in their careers and for someone to make up lies. I do, I, I do not like liars. That is um, my biggest pet peeve. So I know in this world that we live in, it's a lot of those. So everybody thinks everyone is a liar. Bania, Dion, Dorsey is not a liar. So don't mix my name or who I am with what another person is putting out there. Get to know me for me. And if you see someone that is very confrontational with everyone, um, it has to probably be them. You know, I'm new. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, I'm new. They, some people might feel like I'm taking their spot. They might throw jabs. But get to know me for me until I prove you otherwise. Yes, girl. Tag, tagging on with her. What I would like people to know is whatever the situation that's going on at hand, there's no truth to that. That lady does not know me. I don't know her. I still don't know her full name. I just know her nickname. So everything that people or her or her people have been saying, they have no clue about me. They don't even probably know my full name or anything like that. And I also want to put out there that I've been a basketball wife in real life for over 10 years now. So there should be nothing or no one that I would, that should feel like I can use them to catapult myself on the show. Mm-hmm. You have to be yeah. a reason, like you're not useful. So don't try to make yourself useful. And like, don't be obsessed with me and don't try to tie yourself to me. Like, why are you trying to put claims on me? I didn't know you were Lance Stevenson. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I just want people to get to know us and I don't want anybody to think that we're not genuine and we've worked our tails off. I like the, some of the slurs that people are putting out there, like it's childish. It's horrible. Like, mm. We're not in high school. I've been a married woman for like seven years and I've been with my husband since I was 19 and I've never been out there like that. So some of the labels that people are putting off on, putting out there, I just think it's just negative and it's just nasty and it shows their character. And to say that I'm a jump off and with someone that I was in a relationship for two years, um, you know, I'm not nowhere shacking with anyone um, for six years or any of that. So I just sometimes feel like when somebody isn't happy with their life, they'll just project those issues out on other people. And, you know, Trump, he did have followers that believe anything that he says. So, I mean, is other Trumps out there? I'm just saying. Right, right. I might not be this the same race as him. I'm just saying. <laughs> Very true. Um, 
a fun question that I have kind of to help rough things up, but is since you guys did watch the show, is there any moment from past seasons of Basketball Wives that you guys love or, I don't know, an iconic moment in your mind from any of the seasons? Oh, it was so many. Of course, the non-motherfucking factor. <laughs> yes. Um, that was big. What else was big? Um, oh, the Ro- I love when Royce was twerking. Yes. <laughs> back, back in the day, because nobody was twerking like that back then. They doing it now. But back then, that was a big deal. Everybody was like, who is this girl? And I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the moment with uh, Malaysia and Glory. Was it Laura? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was a real moment. That was a real moment. Like, I was like, okay. They they had some realness going on right there. Yeah, so. Right. Now, if any, is there any former basketball wife that you wish would come back um, that you'd like to kind of see around? Drea. I love Drea. I Drea. love, I love yes. how she blossomed and yes. changed. I would say Drea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I wish she would. I don't know if she ever will, but I think that would be great. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think, think that she would. would, but, you know, I did like how her, like how her, how she um Yes. Now, being, I mean, I know you're from Memphis, but are there any ladies from that were on basketball in the past that you maybe know personally um, or know of through the? Uh, Uh, Well, I knew. I I knew a couple of players that actually dated some of the girls, but I don't know some of the girls personally. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, but I was just curious. Um, yes, but oh my gosh, thank you guys so much for doing this. I loved it. I love talking to you both. I'm glad I got you both together. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Mia and Noria Dorsey from Basketball Wives on VH1. Um, I truly appreciate all the love and support that I've been getting from you all. Like, it's so surreal, and I can't thank you guys enough. For everything. Um, if you want to follow um, our social media, it is on Instagram. It's at Reality Talk Podcast. And I also made a Twitter. It's under construction. Um, it's still in the works, but if you follow it, um, I will be posting a lot more on there and doing some fun stuff on there. So on Twitter, it's at Reality Talk Pod One. And I'll put that in des- the description so you guys can follow it. If you could also subscribe subscribe and leave a review on whatever podcast platform that you listen to this on. Um, That would mean a lot as well. That just helps um, with allowing um, other people to see the podcast and be able to listen to it and stuff like that. But again, thank you guys so much. Um, There's some cool interviews coming up. So I'm excited to share with you guys, but if you ever have any suggestions or you just want to chat about reality TV, Hit me up on social media. You can also follow my personal social media. It's at JacksonSeth35 on Instagram and Twitter. But I love you all. And thank you guys so much. And stay tuned because there's a lot more coming.